Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Chris Hannon joins me now. Chris, what are we listening to? That's um, I Ain't No Joke. Eric B. and Rakim, in honor of the Joker, Nikola Jokic, who is, in fact, a quite serious man in town today. Quite a serious man in town today. The world champion Nuggets in town. Early tip, uh, so don't forget about that. Chris uh, is over there near a train. It's good to know that you're here in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, yep. So, uh, and now Luke Kennard's gone. Seems like a daunting task. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, it, this, this is going to be a rough one. This is like, you know, sort of a perfect storm at the beginning of the season. Um, they just have to weather their way through it and sort of, you know, get themselves sort of – I wouldn't be too hung up on like the record through two games or five right. games or even 10 games. Honestly, the reality is like, they're not going to win the West. They're going to be in a, in a fight for positioning, whether it's playoffs or play in. And they're going to have to take the time to like, you know, develop guys and get guys healthy and sort of, you know, get their team together. They did not arrive fully formed to start this season. Yeah, Taylor Jenkins even said that after the game. He said, I'm not as concerned with wins and losses. I'm more concerned with how we play. Um, you have We have done this exercise a couple of different times. Want to take a stab at the rotation, the new revised rotation tonight without Luke Kennard. And that, by the way, he only went nine deep the other night, right? So right. what do you expect tonight? Like, what, what could it look like, and do you expect Kenneth Lofton? Well, your starting lineup remains intact. Yep. So there's still that. Um. You do have, you know, this is the first of a back-to-back. And so I wonder if that, you know, is he going to play Derrick Rose both ends right. of the back-to-back? And if he's not, is he going to play him tonight or save him for tomorrow? So that, that's a question there. Um, but, we'll stipulate you know, D-Rose. We'll stipulate D-Rose and Roddy as uh, two- Rose, Roddy. I assume <laughs> Conchar will be back in the mix now. Um, LaRavia played the last game, so I assume he'll play again. So it might just be that. It might just be Kennard down and Conchar up. And there's your nine. But I, I would be surprised if we don't see Lofton in one of these two games tonight or tomorrow night. Do you and think, by the way, uh-huh. you, you, they, those two-way guys are with the team. And, like, oh, and right. so yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily put Gigi Jackson out there right now, but I'd absolutely put Vince Williams out there. And I'm not, I'm not convinced Jacob Gilliard couldn't help you, too. If, you, if you're not going to play Rose in both games, maybe Gilliard gets into one of the two. I remember the days <laughs> when all of a sudden uh, you'd look up I guess it was under that one of those years with uh, with Jaeger when they played how many you know twenty nine players throughout the course of the year and who's on the team today kind of thing. Normally that happens 
sometime in the midst of the season as the as you know as as players go down. Here we're faced with it um, this early. In terms of Kenneth Lofton Jr., do you think that? he is not playing because they simply don't think he was the best fit for that moment? Or do you also think there is a element of, I don't know that it's message sending, but like, un, or unhappy, you know, like, do you think there's it, it, purely strategic or do you think it's also, listen, we, again, you didn't come in in the best of shape, whatever else, we're not going to reward you by including you in the opener. Well, I, I think, A, he's already you know, if you assume everyone's healthy, who when obviously three people are just right. not available for a long time, but he is the fifteenth man, right? Um, like naturally, he's the fifteenth man on your fifteen man rotate, fifteen man roster, and so you were able to play a nine man rotation without playing him or John Conchar. You know, you didn't. Right. So it's not like you know, if you just go down. If you just rank the players regardless of position and start working your way down, you didn't need to get down to your fifteenth guy, so you didn't play your fifteenth guy. Obviously, there's a positional issue there in terms of the front court situation. I think also he did not have a great preseason, and I, I, I don't. I, I haven't spoken to anyone who's, who's told me there that the team was unhappy with his right. preseason. But I, I think it's, I think it's not. It's not. A, it's not, not go down on a big limb to say they probably weren't thrilled with his preseason. Right. Um, and so I, I think there's probably some of that. I think there's a. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's punishment. I think it's sort of there was a reluctance to play him based on the way he played in the play preseason and that right. he's that far down the list. And I think it puts him in a precarious position with the team going forward because if you're not going to play him in a game like that with all the front court problems you've had, like, if you need to free up a roster spot, that's the easy way to do it. And that's why I think, you know, they're, they're, he, he's in a precarious spot relative to the roster. We have seen in the history of this team other great shorthanded victories. <laughs> Uh, startling, how did they do that sort of victories? When uh, when I mention that category of games, what springs to mind for you? I mean, the original grit grind Oklahoma City game, that was shorthanded, right? That was Tony Allen putting on a show, and they, yeah, they won that, at Oklahoma City? Yeah, that was without Rudy Gano Jameo. I mean, I mean, the famous version of that, famous among, Cle- you know, the 100 hard, most hardcore yes. Grizzlies fans, is uh, the Hateful Eight game in Cleveland. Right which was a Tony Allen, Lance Stevenson-led effort. <laughs> um, there were literally only eight players available, and right. Randolph, Mike Conley, and Marcus All were not among them. And they went on the road against LeBron James in Cleveland and won that game. That, I believe, is in your Grizzlies glossary. Uh, hateful Eight is in the Grizzlies glossary. Is in the Grizzlies yep. glossary. Um, honestly, I don't remember who exactly was out. Was it just for the Brooklyn game when ESPN moved down here? Was it just uh, Jaw that was out, or were they like it was that? Mostly was just, it's mostly just that Jaw wasn't here, and so yeah. ESPN came to do their all day thing, and they got no Jaw Moran out of that. So you never know. Uh, I suppose you never know. Um, Denver's going to lose games. Like Denver's not going eighty-two and zero, and most of the games they lose are probably going to be on the road because they have the best home court advantage in the league. And so like, they're going to lose some games. It could be tonight. It probably won't be, but 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 it could be tonight. Their benches is, is their starters Bad. are their starters are something else. But it was funny because I was trying to do the exercise of well, all right, let's take out, let's take out. Imagine that Denver was without Jokic. He's their jaw. Was without. Uh, there's Stephen. We'll say uh, Aaron Gordon is roughly equivalent, right, to Stephen Adams. I mean, I, none of these yeah. people are the same position. Yeah. So they're without Jokic. They're without Aaron Gordon. And then I was trying to find two bench players who would be sort of the equivalent or two or three of Santi, 
Kennard and Brandon Clark, and you can't. Like they yeah, don't. They, really. they don't I have mean, them. Reggie he, Jackson, Christian Braun, like they don't have bench right. players. Yeah, and so like yeah, if you take out their best player, and then four of their like next seven or next eight, which is basically the Grizzly situation <laughs> right. right now. But guess what? It's a dire situation in Denver all of a sudden. Yeah. And so that's just where the Grizzlies are. And the bad news is they can't fully get out of that because of the Adams Clark things are more are more permanent for the season or seem to be. One one case is, one case seems to be. But like, you know, Luke Kennard and Santi Aldama, these are short term things, and Job Rant is coming back, as far as we know. Um, would you And obviously the focus is on figuring things out. How do we have to play to be successful with this group of players, et cetera? And the group of players will change shortly, honestly, as soon as they can add a player once the Jaws 5 games are up. But do you think he might strategize in terms of how best to beat Washington tomorrow? Like, that one seems maybe more winnable, although the Wizards will be rested. I mean, is your implication that you would sort of let the foot off the, the pedal today in terms a of little, the minutes in terms of who plays? you play? Like, well, just yeah. the Derrick Rose thing. In, in, ter- yeah. in terms of game strategy, I mean, you're strategizing to win every game. Right. But in term in terms of like, do are you thinking about this is a back to back and like tomorrow night is a more likely win? I don't think you go into the game with that. But if you but if it starts to slip away, I think you're probably you're probably more willing to let go of the rope earlier in this game for all those reasons and you would be, you know, on an average night. Yes. Because it's the back to back because you'd really like to get a win and like relieve some pressure. Right. And so I could see that. Um, how much is it as simple as saying now, of course, Luke Kennard's gone. So it's never as simple as anything, but simple as saying Luke Kennard and Jaron Jackson jr. If they had gone four of 10, basically their average instead of O of 10 cumulatively, that would have been a different game yesterday. No need to fret. Well, I don't I, – I, the whole language of, like, the panic and the fret and all this okay, stuff. Okay, that's like, fine. I, like, I get it. Right. They, like, like it, it's – the Grizzlies have problems. They have real problems. Right. It's, not, it's not just, oh, I mean, if, if – It Jared wasn't just and, that they Luke, missed shots. If Jared and Luke had hit those shots, you might have won that game, and that doesn't mean you don't have – Problems. The same problems today as you would have had yesterday. It just means your record would be different. Right. And so, you know, the, the Grizzlies have reasons to fret. Whether you want to fret about it is <laughs> sort of your business. Everyone's but business. But, like, Taylor Deacons has reasons to fret. Um, uh, Wizards. What are the Wizards? They'll be rested, and we get to see old friend Tyus Jones. Uh, tell me about the Wizards. Yeah, I mean, you know, at this point, everyone's played one game. And so, like, in their one game, they gave up 140-something points. Right. I think I think people people who think about these things sort of projected the Wizards to be a bottom five defense in the league this season. So checks out so far. Um, but you know, guess what? They're going to win games, and, right. and you know, at home against a depleted Grizzlies team is when they're thinking, okay, this is one for us to win. Um, they're not particularly good. They're sort of thrown together, but there's some talent there. Jordan Poole can have a big game offensively. Uh, Kyle Kuzma can have a big game offensively. We know Tyus Jones can manage a game. Um, and so, you know, we, we would like to have any of their centers right now. You know, I mean, Daniel Gafford and Mike Muscala look pretty good to the Grizzlies right now. So, yeah, don't take – don't take, take the Grizzlies should be taking nothing nothing for granted right now. I would, I would put Grizzlies at Wizards today, given the Grizzlies' circumstances. That's a toss-up game. Right. And then they have Dallas coming in Monday. I know the, uh, the, 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 the priority has to be 
solving their problems, figuring things out, all of that. You also don't want to fall into too big a hole when Ja comes back if the goal is to, and it no, is. No, but, but people, people, I've heard like others, other commentary and talk uh-huh. or whatever. We talked about this a little bit a couple of days ago where uh, there was sort of a, a little bit of a world, bewilderment at the idea that Grizzlies could end up 11th. People need to realize the downside risk is real. The Grizzlies can end up 11th. The Grizzlies, I heard someone say, you know, there's no way they're going to be under 500 when Ja comes back. Yeah, they might be under 500 when Ja comes back. Like, the risk is real on all this stuff. But, like, guess what? If they're 12 and 13 when Ja comes back, like, the season's not over. They're still going to be right. in the thick of the, of the, of the race for, for, to get into to the postseason. Uh, uh, would uh, let's just say it was fine. Would you say if, if I tell you 11 and 14, that's what they're going to be when Jock comes back? Um, seems totally reasonable, doesn't it? And also neither fatal nor too great. Like, w- w- yeah, probably in the no, range I, I of mean, things, that, that, right? Yeah, yeah. If offered that, I would not take it. But, but I, I, I don't scoff at the idea that that could happen, and that would not be fatal. 11 and 14 means, okay, we got work to do. And, and you look up, I don't know what you would be if you were 11 and 14 in the standings. Would you be 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th? You'd, you'd be in range. Somewhere in, you'd, somewhere you'd be, in that you'd area. Be fi- you would be in range. There's no question you would be in range right. of, 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 of making So it. we did this exercise yesterday. If uh-huh. you would have looked, because obviously this, the season started a week later this year than it right. did last year. But if you look at it roughly through 25 games, the Lakers were, I think, 12th, and they were like 10 and 15. Right. Um, sure. So there you go. The, the, the good thing about the play-in is that there are ten spots up for grabs now, not eight, and that that puts more teams in the mix for longer. And nothing's going to happen in the first twenty-five games that's going to put the Grizzlies out of that mix. <sighs> All right. Uh, a couple other things, Chris. Um, you wrote about Los Camales. I actually, I don't think I've. I, I went. Maybe a, a month or so ago to the one in Midtown, and I found it to be pretty damn good, honestly. Um, there's a new one that opened where what you you wrote about it, and what'd you have? Yeah, so I, I've been to the one on Summer. I don't think I've been to the one in Midtown, but to me, one of the things I wrote is that it's a and there it's not it's still a little bit complicated because it's there are like four of them in Memphis, and they're all in the same family, but like different people in the family own different ones. And okay. so if you go to the website, like some are on the website and some aren't and whatever, but it's sort of an extended family of local restaurants. Um, and to me, it does a good job of sort of appealing both to like, you know, your, your Mexican restaurant eater who wants to like hit the like super authentic dive taco stands and trucks on summer and also hitting your, your Mexican diner, Mexican food diner who just wants like, you know, frozen margaritas and cheese dip. Like, you, you know, I, I think you, both types, and I, I, I am both, I, you know, ultimately <laughs> I can be both. I think both types can, can be happy at that at the place. It's a place that sort of hits, hits both, both categories. Um, the, the thing downtown is interesting. And one of the reasons I included it in the thing, and I probably wouldn't have if it was any other just new location of this chain, is right. that it's in this building, Stop 345, that's just sort of an odd building there at Danny Thomas and Madison. It used to be a rock club called Last Place on Earth, and it was a comedy club after that. And, like, you know, I've seen some things there. Um, I didn't think I would ever see a Mexican restaurant. Um, and it's sort of this really big building and sort of interesting. But, um, yeah, you know, if you're in the downtown area and you want some Mexican food, that's a pretty good, pretty good spot. What did you have? 
What did you say? I had, I, yeah. I, you're gonna make you're gonna make me mispronounce things. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I had the enchiladas huastecas. I think it was called. Uh-huh. It was basically cheese enchiladas with with red sauce, but um, topped with carne asada and sliced avocado. And it was good. You would recommend it. It was. Um, it was. Okay. Uh, and then finally, Indy Memphis is underway, right? Uh, do you have any yeah, was, any any? I was I was there last night. Yep. Any uh, any particular recommendations? So I don't know what's sold out and what isn't at this point. You can sort of go to the site and check that out. I've got an overview story at Daily Mythian if you want to look at. One um, of the more sort of a movie that's showing on Sunday night, which is getting a lot of attention, and I have tickets to it. I don't know if any still are left. Is May December, which is uh, Julianne Moore and um, uh, Natalie Portman in that. Um, there's a lot. There's a local movie that I wrote about this week called The Blues Society that I think is showing tomorrow. I don't remember because I've already seen it, so I'm not going to the screening. But it's a documentary about the Memphis Country Blues Festivals of the late 60s. That's pretty interesting. Um, Ira Sachs' movie Passages, which showed in regular screenings a few months ago, but only briefly, is getting an encore screening Saturday night. There's all kinds of stuff. You just go to this, go to my story or go to the Indie Memphis schedule and look around. It really is one of the great events every year. Like it really is extremely well, well done. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thanks. Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphis. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 